This week, IMAX announced a virtual reality blockbuster content deal with Warner Brothers. To give us an idea about what, where this is going to take us as far as movie-going experiences go, Rob Lister, Chief of Business Development for IMAX, is on the line. Hey, Rob, back in 1971, the Ontario uh, Place Cinesphere became the home to the world's first permanent IMAX theatre. And So, Torontonians, we have a real connection to the IMAX experience. Yeah, that's right. I mean, you know, the founders were all from, uh, all from up there, and it's actually it's kind of an ideal discussion or, you know, the, the trajectory that we've taken from installing that very first theater to now where we're going to this whole different platform of entertainment. Rob, what does the IMAX Warner Brothers uh, deal look like for moviegoers? Last year, we announced that we had raised a $50 million VR content fund with, um, with some strategic partners around the world. And the goal of the fund was to get um, high-profile content into the VR pipeline because right now con- content's really suffering in VR. It's so early. It's hard to get people to make, you know, to invest the time and the money to make good VR content. So we felt we were equipped to do that, and this is um, the first big announcement we've made in terms of VR content, and this is going to take AAA IP like Justice League and Aquaman and um, allow them to have uh, allow us to have VR experiences featuring those characters. So, is this going to be like an alternate storyline, a short that the viewer takes uh, part in? Um, good question. I think there's a lot of freedom, creative freedom, in terms of how it's actually made by the artist. But what we're looking for are kind of standalone 12 to 14 minute pieces. Uh, sorry, 10 to 14 minute pieces that are highly interactive and um, you know relate to the characters, relate to the IP, relate to the movies, but could have their own little story. Mm. This could be even a backstory. You know how you, you find out that actors, you know, figure out what's in the character's wallet. This could actually be an opportunity for a writer to say, okay, this is why Aquaman does this. Here's a little bit of a backstory. I, I love that you're starting with comic book characters because, uh, it you know, those people that are into comic books are incredibly passionate and they would be, they would just want to explore and explore. And that's what IMAX has always been about being able to explore things uh, and see things in a way that we haven't before, whether it be from the air or under the water. Wow, that is a, that is a fantastic uh, testament to, uh, to describing our brand and what it means. And you're exactly right. We've always said what IMAX is about um, is taking you to places where you otherwise could not have gone, whether that is, you know, the top of Everest or um, the depths of the sea or, you know, even being a, a character, you know, on the planet Pandora when you're watching Avatar and feeling like you're really inside the movie. And to us, VR is the next kind of logical incarnation of that because what, what's a more immersive way um, to experience entertainment than really feeling like you're inside it? And VR does that, uh, you know, to, to the same extent, I think, as a, as a really big IMAX movie does. We're talking with Rob Lister, who's the chief of business development for IMAX. They've just signed a deal. They're going to work with Warner Brothers, and they're going to, cont- uh, they're going to create a virtual reality content. You know, when we say VR, that's what it is, virtual reality. You've got these IMAX VR centers. You're planning to open six of them across the globe. You opened the first one in January in L.A. Rob, give us an idea of how these work. What we decided to do, Kelly, was... Um, you know, was build something that was unique, proprietary, and probably most important, um, high-end uh, and premium. Because, number one, that's what people expect of the IMAX brand. And number two, our vision is that these are the types of centers where people are really going to experience their first um, dose of virtual reality. So far, VR, as exciting a platform as it's been, 
has been a little bit of a challenging consumer proposition because the, the premium headsets are quite expensive. They can run six or $700, and you need a really powerful PC um, to run them, which is, you know, another $1,200, $1,500. So because of how expensive that proposition is, and there's not a ton of content out there to justify that purchase, our view is let people come spend, you know, $7, $10, $20, whatever it is, to have VR experiences at our centers, and um, because of that, we wanted to make them you know, really first-class experiences. So we aggregated um, the best technology in the field together. We designed our own pods, which you know are very conducive to either single-player games or multiplayer games. Um, and uh, you know, as you said before, we're going to open six of these pilots around the world, see how much consumers like them, see the content they enjoy watching, and if it's successful, we ex- we intend to really you blow this out globally. Rob, put me in one of those pods. Uh, what am I going to see? How big is that pod? How does it work? Can you give me an idea? Okay, good, good question, actually. So I'm going to put you inside The Walk, um, which is a game based upon the movie The Walk. And the movie The Walk was based upon the actual experience that, um, that, that, that French uh, uh, ex- ex- discoverer had um, uh, in the late 70s walking between the World Trade Centers in New York on a wire. And um, so you walk into this 12 by 12 pod mm-hmm. and you put on your headset and you put on kind of a haptic vest, um, which I'll explain what that does in a minute. And as soon as they turn the system on, you are looking around you and you are on the wire um, between the World Trade Centers. And there's actually a physical wire on the floor. And when you look down, your feet feel like you're on that wire. But instead of being on the floor of the VR center, um, you know, you're 100 and store, 130 stories up in the air, and you are trying to stay on that wire as you walk between the two buildings. And I'm telling you, Kelly, you, when we tell people um, you can step off of the wire now, you're only in a VR center, there's carpeting here, your friends are all here, they can't do it because you really do feel like you're walking 130 stories high, and the haptic vest allows you to feel like there's wind blowing back and forth um, up in the air, creating, you know, this really scary uh, situation. And that's really what VR is designed to do, make you feel like you're in the environment and um, convince your brain that you are. And it's a really powerful um, transition that takes place. When you said pod, I thought, you know, some sort of chair, you know, I've got a visor on. It sounds as though you guys have developed the holodeck. Yeah, and it's, you, you raise a very good point. The pod is really not a chair. It's a space um, that we've designed to look sleek and to also uh, it's got a very kind of low shelf to allow all of your friends to, uh, to be able to watch you so that it's a social experience. So there's monitors above the pods where, where your friends can see the social environment that you're in, and then your friends can also watch you as, you know, in real life as you're wearing your headset walking through this world. Um, it's very conducive to social media. Wow, um, wow. You can send your friends pictures of your experiencing this virtual world. We really want it to be social, so it's very different from what you can do in your house, Kelly. That's incredible. Is this a step towards a virtual reality feature film? I am in the, maybe I'm in the minority on this one, Kelly. I really don't think the, what the VR platform is conducive to right now is an hour and a half or two hour movie. I think you can go to an IMAX theater. Mm-hmm. I think you, you can go to a great home theater that you may have with great audio and experience a terrific movie experience. I think VR really is for in a, you know, a, a highly immersive, highly interactive 
kind of gamified piece of content more than just a passive 360-degree movie. Rob, where will these VR, these IMAX VR centers be located? The first one we opened is in Beverly Hills, um, outside the Grove, which is a big shopping center there. That's kind of our flagship. The next um, five of them, Kelly, are all going to be located inside multiplexes um, with whom we're partners around the world. So um, two probably in New York City, another one in L.A., one in Shanghai, one in London um, or outside of London in Manchester. And then we're looking at opportunities in Japan. And here's the tease at the end. We would really like to get a, a pilot location into Toronto yeah. soon. I'm talking about, when I say soon, I mean in the next few months. Okay, can you sign me up for uh, some uh, time in the pod? I'll get you in there for our grand opening. And uh, I will actually, it's very fun to actually film your friends on the phone, on the walk, as mm. they're walking the wire between the buildings. And I'm sure your fans would love to see that. Rob, I appreciate your time today. I can't wait to see you here in the city. My pleasure, Kelly. Really happy to be on the show.